Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Supernatural fans, huge episode tonight. Lucifer is back. Sam and Dean putting Jack in the box. Jack getting out of the box. All that and more coming right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> Boxes were open. I got my jack-in-the-box. I had to do it now. <laughs> Get it in. We're going to keep doing it all night long. Let him out. <laughs> Let him out. Let him out. Cherry wanted him out. Mm, mm. Did she, though? Did she? Yes, my little jack. <laughs> oh, you guys. We... You guys, we've got so much to discuss tonight for our Supernatural After Show Season 14, Episode 19, Jack in the Box, and we are joined with our full panel tonight. Hey, guys. Starting on the left, everyone, introduce yourself. Hey, it's me, Cherry, and I love you. And I am uh, Brendan Haley. I don't have an opener for it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Jackie Ray, but tonight I'm going to be your jack-in-the-box. It's going to happen all night. I'm just trying to prepare you. (laughs) I'm mad. Because I got the jack in the box. Jackie in the box. box. (laughs) Hey, y'all. This is Lindsay Wegner here. Wow. Holy cow. Fantastic episode. It was great. Crazy episode. I think we've been predicting this. All along, all season long. This is the big bad. We've got so much to talk about. I don't want to give away too much and get into too much detail before we can discuss it with you guys. But we got Jack in the box, Jack out of the box, Cass trying to get into heaven. Crazy stuff is happening. Cass wants to save Jack. There's so much going on. And you know what else we've got coming up later on? A little giveaway. Oh, oh, oh. So we are going to talk about that at the end of the episode. Make sure to follow all the rules if you want to be included in potentially winning the giveaway. We've got two fabulous prizes for you. So stay tuned for that. First off, everybody, initial impressions of this episode. Cherry, you're looking at me so intently. I want to hear your (laughs) thoughts, girl. Set my jack free. He's a baby. I'm calling child services on all of them. Oh. That was that was abuse. Okay. Abuse. Yeah, but Jerry. you know what else is abuse? Murdering the Winchester's mom? That was that an part. accident. Mm. It still counts. I don't know. Did you did y'all really think he felt bad? Hell no. <laughs> I did he not think he was emotionally felt- distancing himself, which is what people do when they don't want to get upset. I feel like you're anymore. an enabler. You heard it breaking news. Cherry (laughs) is an enabler. Okay. Counseling. Counseling. Okay. Yeah. Jackie, what did you think? I I said it the whole time. This is my favorite episode of this season. I loved how the writers played up the naivete of Jack because he is still a kid, to your point. He's a Jack of something else as a child, but he is definitely. 
although he is a kid, I feel like he does, he's conscious. He he understands what he did was bad, and therein lies the conflict, right? So I loved how they played this up this season, making you, with this episode, making you kind of just conflicted between who he is as a child and what he understands. Loved it. Well, Fantastic it job. Also, and I pointed it out to you and Cherry while we were watching, it reminded me so much of Dark Phoenix from the yes, X-Men comics. Yes, <laughs> And almost to the point where having so many people manipulating Jack, I was like, "This am I watching Last Stand? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is but that my, what's going on? My favorite part of the manipulation of his own mind. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part. Not not so much Duma, Duma or, or, or Dean. First of all, Dean did exactly what I would do. Do with that what you will, but I would have put him in a box too. But I just loved how it's the because that happens to all of us, right? No matter what you're going through, we always immediately go to the worst case scenario. So I just can't help but wonder, like, if he just let Lucifer in his mind just play away, and he immediately went to Sam and Dean and was like, "I can't believe I did this. I'm so sorry." We'd be in a different place right now. But you always go to the absolute worst. I loved it. <laughs> Any kid when they do something bad is going to run away and hide and not want to deal with it and deal with their parents. And we watching the scene when Mary died, he didn't say, I'm going to kill you, Mary, or I hate you, Mary. He said, go away. And that instantaneous snap of his finger because of his power, it was really an accident. I mean, it was truly an accident. He didn't like... I don't think it was a momentary <laughs> thought of wanting her dead. He wanted it to go away. It certainly wasn't malicious. I agree with you on that. But I think... The way he's handling it, he is running away like a kid would. Mm-hmm. But there's also something in his tone of voice when he's talking to Sam and Dean, which we'll get more to more on. We'll talk more about later. We're talking about the way he's speaking to Sam and Dean about Mary dying that I just hated. It was cold. It yes. was cold. It was empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the empty. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Like, I'm sorry I spilled that on the... Just get a paper towel. Yeah, just clean it up. It's fine, right? It's cool. Like, there's bounty. We can clean this up, quicker right? pick her up. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. I meant it as... I understand. And she's in heaven now. Yeah. And you know, Allegedly. We have not well, seen her. But Cass did. He did? Last yeah, episode. Oh, my God. That's right. No, yeah. no, no. You're totally and right. Yeah. And she's with John, and mm-hmm. she's in her happy place. So, I mean, we know that she's safe, and there wasn't enough of her to bring back anything anyway. Mm-hmm. I just... Mm. All right. I love it. Mm. Let's, mm. <laughs> Let's talk about Jack, who is having flashbacks of his conversation with Mary, and Lucifer appears again, and he's in his head, and, you know... <clears throat> Back in time! It's like, is that my phone going off? I, I have my phone like, turned off. I love, your I love this. This is beautiful. <laughs> I just want this following me around. Uh, he's in his head and heart forever. Um... And Jack thinks the boys will forgive him. And honestly, I think if Jack came from an honest and true, compassionate, really heartfelt, apologetic place, I do think the boys would forgive him. Absolutely, but that that goes for anything. There's a small amount... Uh, I know we're saying that he didn't come from a place of malice, but that's hard to believe when you hid it from me. That's hard to believe when I was looking at your phone, go from country to country to country because you're flying around, and instead of coming to me saying, oh my God, I can't believe this happened, right? Because if you're smart enough to understand you need to run for the, from the situation, then you're smart enough to understand that you did something wrong, and you chose not to face it. That's a slight bit of malice. He was trying to fix it. He was going from place to place to try and figure out how he could fix it. So he was In going Paris, to different things. 
There's all kinds of witches <laughs> Just and sightseeing. So I think he was trying to visit different spiritual places to figure out how to fix it, and he just couldn't. I mean, you can't bring somebody back when they're dust. Mm. But that's like a hit and run, right? Like, if you hit somebody, fun fact, and you stay on the scene, you're, the punishment is going to be less than yes. if you mm-hmm. run, mm-hmm. right? So Yes. You're welcome. welcome. Thank you. That's a new one. Yeah, that was the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, right? a lot of people do hit and run. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people way. end up in jail. Thus, Some of them don't get caught. The box. <laughs> well, no. not for long, though. <laughs> yeah. And I'm particularly worried about this, because up till that point, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be hard for Sam and Dean to... Um, go up against him because they're going to care so much and then they did it but now those actions all have consequences so yeah, I'm, I'm really worried guys well, well let's talk more about before we get into Sam and Dean and this whole predicament that we are in with Jack in the box before he gets out of the box let's talk about Cass going to heaven talking to Duma trying to talk to Naomi trying to get stuff done talk to an archangel and figure out how to like deal with this problem that is Jack. There are no archangels left. It is only Jack. And, um, you know, he's, Jack has grown powerful and he's burned through his soul to save and help others. And I think that's where Cass is coming from this whole, but, but he but he was trying to save everyone else. So he really is good. And even pleading with Sam and Dean, but he really is good. He tried, he tried to save, he saved me to, to save, you know, other people. Like, we can't really be mad at him. But I thought, you know, when... First of all, I love how Cass played this whole thing because he really is the voice of reason to me in this whole thing, which he, you know, he, as quirky as he is, he's like the one who gets it. Like, he burned off his soul, and even Duma said it, like, he burned off his soul and doing good, really. You know what I mean? So, and I and I love how she kind of swooped in, but that we'll get to that in a minute. But we talk about this sometime in nature when, when an, a wild animal gets a taste of, for human blood. Right, so even though he's burned off his soul for with an act of doing good, now he's put worms in somebody, like worms in somebody. He's turned somebody into a pillar of salt, and he smiles when he's doing it. So there's that taste of power that I feel is overwhelming any goodness that he had left in him. But he's following what Bible verses are mm-hmm. and yes. scripture readings are, so he thinks he's doing good because this is what God wrote. All coming and, from Duma as well, yes. and all right. coming from Duma, who is manipulating him. But what about this? Because I still feel like if I had an ounce of good in me, yes, I'm doing God's work, right? You know, it's like your well, maybe not everyone's parents, but it's like sometimes like when your parents are spanking you and they're like, this hurts me more than it hurts you. And there's that sense of remorse. It is, though. Right. But do you think that Jack has that? No. It's like God smiting. I don't think. I, I mean, I'm Catholic. And sometimes when you read about God, when I was being taught God, God would smite you and punish you. There was never any remorse that God felt. It was because you did something bad. You went against the consti- the um, commandments. commandments, and that's just how it goes. Mm. God became nicer, <laughs> but at the beginning, God was kind of like, no. So we're dealing with Old Testament Jack, is what you're saying. Well, Duma's an Old Testament kind of mm-hmm. chick, so that's mm-hmm. what's whispering in his ear. So he's got Lucifer in one ear and Duma in the other ear. That would mess anybody. And he's two years oh, old. Yeah, yeah, especially at two. He's two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a baby. Mm-hmm. Like Ivan says in the chat, Jack may look twenty-two, but he's still a child, isn't he? He is. Still Even a how child. he speaks is so cultivated. Not cultivated. That's not a good word for it. It would. Um, 
I know what you're thinking of. He's um, uh, it's, it's, calculating? Yes. Mm. It's, it doesn't sound human. And it's always been that way, but even more so now. Like, can, re- referring to Mary and her death as an accident. Mm. That's not natural. What did you guys think of that? Oh. Well, I think accidents, you know, are relative, right? Because I think in your mind, if you don't know right from wrong, you might think it's an accident. Because he wasn't trying to hurt Mary. That I can agree with, even Mm -hmm. though I do think Jack is the big bad. I will agree that he had that moment where, and she was just, Jack, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. He clearly wanted that moment to himself, and he 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 did just snap. He snapped. So, you know, it happens, but you know what else happens? Good programming, and that's what we here have right here at AfterBuzz. So, before we move any further, I just want to thank you guys all for making us the ESPN of TV Talk, because we really appreciate you supporting us in doing what we do, and we need your help so we can continue to grow. So, if you're on YouTube right now, hey, live chat, we see you, hey, Ivan. Guys. I want to say hey to you now. <laughs> um, so, make sure you give us a thumbs up and subscribe while you're there. If you're on iTunes, hey, in iTunes, make sure you get Give us five stars. And no matter where you are, leave us a comment because we do check in throughout the week and we comment back and we love to chat with you guys. So make sure you leave a comment. But no matter, again, no matter where you are, thank you guys so much for supporting us because it really does mean so much to us that you are supporting us and doing what we love to do. So make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend and maybe tell some enemies who don't know (laughs) the difference between right and wrong. But whatever you do, make sure you subscribe. And no matter what show you like to watch, make sure you check it out on After Buzz because if you like it, we got it and we are going to chat about it here on After Buzz (laughs) TV. And... Most of us do know right from wrong, so just remember that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's right to subscribe and join us and chat with us because we want to chat with you. But it's wrong to support Jack and his murderous ways. His murderous ways. But you side eye to you, Cherry. Cassio first came down from Earth. Cassio was not very nice, but he was nice according to. God's will and heaven's way. But he wasn't half human. It took him a while to, to, adjust, to adjust and to learn. But Jack has been spending time with the boys now for two years. For two years, he, but they're not with him. All, I personally think Jack really needs someone with him all the time. At all times. All the time. And do they you? can't do that. Yeah. Well, he is a baby. Like, well, but I do feel like children mimic their parents in some way. You know what I mean? And And parents have to work, you know, Parents aren't with their kids at all times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as a person who was a nanny at one point, you would you would see little things. That, like, if the mom was like, stop that, I would do something. And the little kid would be like, oh, stop that. You know what I mean? So he would mimic his mom. Mm-hmm. And what? how are you mimicking, especially Sam, because he is so emotional. Like, how <laughs> are you mimicking him by turning someone into a pillar of salt? Well, he's listening to heaven. And according to Castro, this everybody is else, God. heaven... Is the right it. way to go, and also um, he needs more guidance than what Sam and Dean can do because they're out hunting and they kill creatures. I mean, whether you're a vampire or whether you're a Wendigo or whatever, it's still a living creature, and they're usually fairly sentient. So, mm. and that's what he wants to do overall. It's it's sort of been do his good. bailiwick to do good and to follow the highest form of good. So it makes sense that he would easily let himself be manipulated even if he doesn't realize it by Duma and heaven but if I mean and I have to say this too as being Catholic like Cherry if God came down or sent his messenger aka Duma down and was like 
you need to do this. You need to create angels to save the world. And your best friends, you just killed their mom. You know, they're going to be happy with you if you do this. I'd be like, okay, this is what I have to do. This Mm -hmm. is what God's will is telling me. And this is why people do crazy things because their God is telling them, you must kill these people. You must do this. The voice they're, in your head. they're listening to this without trying to differentiate what right and wrong is. Now, creating angels does not seem like a bad thing. Um, and they've until asked. worms are coming out of your body. Until worms are coming out of your body. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about that. So Duma has now manipulated him enough to know that he needs to get angels. So he goes in onto this congregation and asks them to join him. And the priest comes in. And priest doesn't, pastor doesn't really believe what's going on here. And so Jack pretty much shuts him up, gets the worms coming out of him from the, the scripture. He put, turns somebody into a pillar of salt from another scripture reading that was like denounce, re- denouncing God. And then opened up the floor and closed it because this woman was a TV evangelist. So, I mean, he's doing what he thinks is God's work, only being led by example of Duma. So he thinks he's doing right. He's trying to create these angels. And she's also put him in the position of sitting where God is listening to the prayers. Can you imagine being put into the position of in what I would consider the highest power out there. Yes. Yeah, that scene really kind of resonated for me because I was like, okay, can you imagine all the the prayers, good or bad? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people are probably praying for, God, please, can you help me with a better job? Can you please save my mom? Can you please remove this disease from me? And to have to, like, navigate through all that to find the one, the one group of people who are like, we want to be like angels. Like, that would be crazy to me. And I just thought that that kind of resonated because when you think of God, you know, because I was raised in the church as well. And when you think that my mom used to always tell me God is always listening. So I loved how the writers played this where this this constant rumbling in the background of all these different prayers, like, and having to constantly listen to that. It's no wonder God hasn't snapped sooner. Uh, I have to (laughs) say. And hasn't taken a vacation. Right? (laughs) Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming wrote this episode. They did a wonderful job. Fantastic. And. Whether you think it's right or not, he did ask the congregation after showing them a miracle, do you want to be angels and go to heaven? And they were like, heck yes. But didn't they look like they were in a trance? They did. They're mesmerized by Brendan, you're giggling. I'm just going to little I'm in a trance right now. No, little footnote about the scene that made me really giddy because I always, I just got off of doing Sabrina earlier this <laughs> evening. Right. Um, the main woman preaching before the main preacher comes in, uh, also from Sabrina. She oh, is love it. Uh, I think I don't think she's a witch, but I think she's one of the school teachers. So I was just like enchanted. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I do, I do agree with you. I think they were. A little too extremist, which made it easy for them to mm. be like, oh, yeah, we'll totally be angels and give up everything here, even though we know nothing about you. Um, but I, I'm excited to see if they come back maybe in the next episode. Because we're left wondering what happens because Jack does take them up to heaven and starts to turn them into angels when Cass kind of interrupts. Um, he's gotten past Ara- Aramiel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes. uh, he's talking Jerry to Jerry. Had a problem with, but I was an angel that was black homeless. He could have just been a parent hanging out. In previous season, they were just parents sitting down. I, 
It's a fair point. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I was wondering kind of the same thing. So <laughs> we're all on your side there. Right? <laughs> um, but he gets past Aramail, gets into heaven, talks to Duma. You know, he distracts her enough that Jack is able to listen to Sam. But her and him, Castiel and Duma, have kind of have words. And she says she can do whatever she wants and she's going to snap her fingers and it's going to start the fight. He just kills her. I was not ready. Shocked for that? I, I was not Surprise. ready. I was like, oh! They don't have time to develop a new we, big bad. No, we don't have time anymore. We've only got one season left, and yeah. we've only got one episode left before the end of the season. But it gives it stakes, which is why I loved that yep, moment. Up the stakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not see it coming. Um, I think the whole studio here at AfterBuzz realized I did not see that coming. Because I was like, oh my god. But I just, because Kaz is such the calm one. He's the one that is the voice of reason right now. Now. And, <laughs> and so for him, I, when she said, I will snap my fingers, I thought he was going to say, well, why would you do that? But that didn't happen. But there needed to be a distraction long enough for Sam and Dean to get a hold of Jack. And this mm. was going to be something that was going to stop them. And we don't know what Cass did with the Angels, which I hope you're right, Brendan. I do hope we get to kind of find out what happens with the Angels now next week um, in the episode. I thought the angels, like, because wasn't there a thing, like, Lucifer had to find his perfect match, right? Because otherwise he'll burn through them. So that's what, that was what I was wondering. Like, are they not going to just burn not through vessels, these bodies? Though. Yeah, they're not. Right? They're not vessels. Yeah. Which is, I would think I'd rather be a vessel than have direct source of power. He's I don't know. He's using their souls. They mentioned something about mm-hmm. that. So since they're so, I, like, I know it's a sort of ugly word to use, but, like, I feel like they went too far into the faith that extremist would be a good term to use. Mm. I feel it makes sense that they would offer up their soul to do this. Willingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And well, the old cast was quite the stabby, stabby one. He was, but but I still wasn't ready. <laughs> Well, let's get more into what's going on with Sam and Dean. They had a memorial for Mary. All the hunters came. uh, Dean gave a great eulogy. And after that, though, he was like, all right, let's pull out the scotch from catch. Let's just kind of go on with it. And we always talk, like, what else? Like, let's just drink this point we had a moment here we actually pulled out the jack at the same time that they uh pulled out the 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 good stuff from catch jack in the and, cup uh, we put the jack in the cup and jack in the cup <laughs> <laughs> and ev- we tried it but uh it didn't work too long we, every time they would drink we tried to drink but i was getting too distracted i was trying to do work <laughs> and jackie i mean was i was calling me out i was down for the cause we had a plan i know well, <laughs> It didn't um, work, though. I was too emotional from this episode. Right. It was a great it's episode. It's a lot of emotion. Well, and we get Bobby coming in, killing the wraith that's in there with this hatchet, which is great, and him saying, there is only one way that this goes down. You know, we cannot leave him just out there because he is not a good person, and I think this is kind of when Dean realizes, oh, we, we really do have a problem. We do need to take care of this. And Dean goes off, has an emotional moment, which I love seeing. Me too. Love seeing him in tears. Like, I don't love seeing him in tears, but I love seeing the guys get to be emotional Mm -hmm. and show them acting. Like, I just have to imagine that both Sam and Dean are both kind of like their characters because we've been (laughs) seeing them do it for so long that when they get to be outside the box, how many times can we say this, you guys? There's going to be a lot of that tonight. So much. When they get to be outside the box of what their characters, you know, really are most of the time, it's so lovely. It just shows them how great of actors mm-hmm. they are. Um, Deanne Hughes in the chat says, Dean crying in the woods broke my heart. He is so not okay. Yeah, yeah. he's so not, not okay. Well, not they're just not going to be okay. 
No. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, I think the crazy thing was them discussing, they know God and angels are real. Like, other people, like, we think about it, and I mean, as as Catholics, as church-going people, mm-hmm. you do think there's a heaven, you do think there's a hell, you do think there's a purgatory or whatever it is, and there's certain things that you have to do to get there and, and follow the path. But they know. It's tangible. They've seen it. I think, I thought that was a really great line, too, because like you said, it's tangible. They've seen it. But there's still amount, a certain amount of disbelief, even for them. Sure. There's still a certain amount of like, okay, not only have do we know that God and angels are real, we also know that God develops worlds on a whim. Yeah, and, and he that, just writes know, in his underwear and just hangs yeah, out like so, this is normal for him. Yeah, so, yeah, a back to killing Jack, you know, <laughs> or, or putting him in this box. So I, there was that moment where I thought that was a really, again, the, the writing on this episode just was so mm-hmm. flawless to me because it's like, okay, you have all these people like the extremists in the church who are just, their faith is unwavering. But then you have the people who know, like Sam and Dean, and they're like, yeah, no, you got to go in the box. You know well, what I mean? And that's where we are. So let's talk about the conversation Dean has with Sam, saying, we have to contain him. There is no other way. Um, he needs to stay in the box until they can fix his soul by finishing a spell. And Sam's like, well, there is no spell. Dean goes, that's the point. He needs to think he's going in there for an undetermined or an in undetermined amount of time, and we just got to keep him in there. And they have to lie to him, and Sam has to be the one to do it. And yeah. what are y'all thinking I think when that's, Dean is telling uh, him this? That's knowing your weakness. Cherry? <laughs> that that hurt. That hurt. Seeing Sam struggling, betraying Jack's trust mm. and knowing he was wrong. Sam knew he was in the wrong, that it wasn't right what they were doing. Dean feels he's in the right, so I kind of get it. But Sam knows, you know, it isn't, this, this isn't, isn't the right, right way this isn't the right way to, to go. Right. And they, they would fight hell for each other, so why not Jack? Why do you think Sam thinks it's the wrong way when he knows that Sam, Jack is on this wave of hurting people? He is hurting people, but it's not out of malice. He needs better guidance. guidance. And it's not to, and a lot of things that he was doing with Duma were literally things out of the Bible. And she was telling him, this is what God would want you to do. This is God's way. And if you've read the Bible, God has done very not nice things in the Bible Mm. to many people. Mm. Brendan, what are your thoughts on uh, Dean telling Sam that he has to lie to Jack? Well, I, it's a big test of Sam's character. Because this is something he's... He is the more emotional brother. He doesn't want to do this, especially to someone he loves. But at the same time, it's hard to deny that Jack is doing these horrible things. Um, Didn't Sam mention at some point in the episode... I'm probably misquoting it right now. But it was like... um, uh, Oh, God. We have to to lie? Mm, Or... It it wasn't like that. It was like... um, Oh, everyone deserves a chance or something like it was along the lines of that sentiment. And I feel like that speaks volumes as to his character. So it's truly heartbreaking to see him force himself to do this, but it ultimately shows his growth and Mm -hmm. the willingness that he has to do the things that he's not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the actual then conversation because Sam does uh, catch Uh, Jack's ear when he's in heaven creating these angels and Jack does appear before them and they start telling Jack I'm going to look at my notes here just so that I'm correct on this Um, Sam says he wants things to be like they were before and uh, 
Jack appears. He says, Jack says he's so glad to see them and hear from them. He's made angels, but he really misses them. He regrets the accident and what happened to Mary. She kept talking about his soul, but he didn't have one. And she kept pushing, but she didn't want the no soul thing to become an issue. And he snapped. Before he knew it, it was all over. He wished it didn't happen. Sam and Dean do as well. Now, this is where I started to get frustrated because I was watching this. And I felt like Sam and Dean were not hiding the fact that they were pissed at Jack. And if I was Jack, seeing the way Sam and Dean were talking to him and saying, yeah, this is what you have to do. You have to get into the box. Mm. I'd be like, dude, something's fishy. Neither one of you are acting right. Neither <laughs> one of you have ever acted like this. And I don't know if it was poor direction from the director to give the boys. I just did not like the way the scene played out. I agree it with you. It felt fake. It felt forced. It did not feel like Sam was truly trying to persuade Jack that Jack would truly believe him and would get in the box. I was like, Jack's going to go, ha ha, the jig is up, I gotcha. Like, I felt that was by design, though, because I because Dean, by his own admission, said, I would snap. Like, you're going to have to tell him because I can't, you know? And then Sam was like, I don't really want to tell this lie, but I, you're right, I don't see a way out. So I thought that the whole... It feeling forced was by design because it was forced because there was times when Sam kind of felt fell back that Dean was like, hey, you know, we got to put you in. It's only going to be for a little while. And and Dean have to pick up the ball and Dean didn't want to pick up that ball. So I felt it was very I felt like if it was real life and you really had this, it would have played out exactly like that. So and I felt like Jack, it would have happened the exact same way because Jack by his own admission, wants to feel like Sam and Dean will forgive him. And Sam might. Dean never will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Brendan, what were you thinking? Because you were saying you felt it was forced, too. Well, I think it's hard because they there is such an emotional attachment they all have. But at the same time, they are afraid of him. So it doesn't... Which feel... that red. Yeah. yeah. That red, you could tell their fear in... They were tiptoeing around it. I still feel like it was just... Well, that's where I think this whole topic sort of centers is it it will never feel natural to do that. And unless you're a master manipulator or, you know, something. um, Because we can all look at that scene and be like, oh, Jack, you're back. We, We really need you to do this thing, like in the other room, like in this thing, and we'll just close the door. Like, okay, I could buy that. But they... They're hurting and they're afraid of him. So it makes sense that they would be directed to play this way that shows us the audience. It didn't that... play real to you, though? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. It's not read... very oh. real to me. I mean, okay. we already knew what was going on. So maybe going into that scene without that context would play differently. But I have a feeling it would be the same. Mm. Cherry, what For did you me, think? For um, me, I read it that they were mirroring mirroring the way Jack was talking so that Jack would feel more like they were in tune together Mm. because Robert Singer directed this episode and he's been with um, Supernatural for a long time. Yeah. Like so many episodes he did Wayward um, Wayward Sisters. Yeah, he's been there from the beginning. And I feel like he directed this and he was very clear to them I want you to make people feel uncomfortable while you're watching it because you're feeling uncomfortable. Um, You're feeling like conflicted about putting Jack in the box. And Jack is like a puppy and he doesn't read emotions like the way regular, even before he had, even before he lost <laughs> his soul, he never read emotions like True. the way we did. So 
it was just the awkwardness and the uncomfortableness and the guilt and the sadness from the boys. And then uh, from Jack, his wanting their approval, his wanting them to love him again and wanting him to treat them the way they did. So everybody is like reading the other person, projecting what they really want them to be like. Well, he also doesn't, Jack doesn't know the concept of strategy. He's a child yeah. still. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it makes sense that he wouldn't realize what they're doing. And then obviously now I think he does. That's yeah. the that's the consequence. Um so why wouldn't it be convincing? I don't know, to him? but then I wouldn't. Wouldn't it just they just play it off like, okay, this is what we need you to do. Like, I mean, we're scared of you, but like, okay, this is what we need to be done. I don't know. I just didn't love it. And mm-hmm. you're right. Maybe you're right, Cherry, that they did that to make you feel uncomfortable because it made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I honestly hated watching it. Yeah. It mm-hmm. made me maybe angry. your phone mm-hmm. upset. Robin on the chat says, but he has the mind of a child, and if a loved one told a toddler to do something, they would do it without question. Absolutely. Yes, but then they wouldn't be acting so weird about it, though. They still would not be acting. A parent is not going to waver in their thoughts. They're going to say, this is what you do. You were naughty. Time out. They're not going to sit there and be like... But maybe think of it like if your parent is trying to make you eat broccoli. They know you don't like broccoli. So it's like... Or take medicine. Yeah, you know what I mean? So maybe it's a little They're not going to be weird about that. They're not going to be weird. I just felt like they were super weird and awkward. (laughs) I hate it. Hated it. I don't like it. She didn't like the scene. Hopefully hopefully we don't have to see that again this season. I don't want to see it again. I offered you some Jack in a cup. Apparently I need it. (laughs) Um, So Jack does go into the box willingly... And he and he, he he doesn't he's like, Oh, this is comfortable. Okay, we're good here. Goes in, they close it, they lock it up, and all of a sudden I think he's like, Okay, well wait, you guys are still gonna like be out there. Like I can still talk to you. I'm not just yeah. completely alone. And I think in this that's box. where they messed up. Yeah. And that's where they lock him, they lock the room, they go out, they start having the scotch from catch, and they're like, Oh, this is actually really good scotch. Um and uh you know, they they're just thinking that the problem is solved when I'm like, This problem is not solved. We've got Lucifer in his head, it is him. This is only going to get real bad, which is what happens real quick. Lucifer mm-hmm. comes in and is like, dude, you can't trust them. And that whole commentary, mm-hmm. continuing the theme of mental illness, specifically anxiety and depression, like, I loved how yeah. dark this episode got. Absolutely. I yes. was, like, especially when he was in the box, I was like, oh my god, that is probably the most terrifying part of the episode. Right. Well, and I was talking to David because David is going to be signing a picture. David Hayden Jones is going to be signing a picture. Yeah, that's part of the giveaway. Um, And so I was talking talking to him and he's like, (laughs) he's like, didn't uh, Lucifer get killed? And I said, yeah, he did. And he goes, well, what's going on with it? I'm like, well, he's back because he's in Jack's head. And he's like, that's how they're keeping Mark around. I knew it. They have to keep him around because you just can't let Mark go because Mark Pellegrino is just so good Absolutely. and such an amazing like actor and so perfect for this role that you just you can't we can't let him go. He's right. got to stay in stay in the show, and this is the way to keep him around and keep him in Jack's mind and stuff. So, uh, you know, Jack starts shaking after. You know, this Lucifer kind of pushing him and prodding him, tries to break out of the box. He's like, that's the best you can do. And he kind of laughs at him and taunts him. He breaks out of the box. The alarms are going off. The lights are flashing. And all of a sudden we see Jack in this, like, disruptive area. Like, he's just broken out of the box. All we see is yellow eyes glowing and Sam, like, Jack. And I think somebody said, oh, they're scared. Would you not be scared? You got locked in there now. Lucifer's told you what they were really, like, kind of planning for you. How are you going to trust them again? 
But how are they going to trust you again? You killed their mom. So, I mean, beggars can't be choosers, right? Yeah, but he's an arch- like, He's part archangel. He's a Nephilim. He's powerful. Beyond powerful. The boys are powerful in a way, but not to that extent. Not that level. They can't stop that. That's not going to be an easy task. I'm just surprised that there is another episode <laughs> when he's this powerful and this pissed and can't just go... Yes. Just can't Thanos them out of existence. Yes. Oh, I love the Thanos reference. I mean, it's the time. Yes. Endgame is coming. It is. <laughs> yes, so it's th- terrifying. We're, we're all terrified. Um, Jack's going to be really mad, right? Super mad. Two-year-old mad, though. I feel like we can. Mad. I feel like we can or find what, a way around it. What if he's just like, that wasn't nice. Let's go get food. <laughs> I mean, I would like that way more than them fighting and just clean this up with a nice little bow into yeah. next yeah. season with way more... Other things to worry about, but I don't think that's the case. No. Very scary. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up this, uh, our chat about this episode? No, I, no. I just love We're this episode. So let's get on with it. Let's yeah. get, okay, let's get on with it. You guys, ooh, ooh, ooh. we've got a giveaway for you. Um, this is our little special segment. So, um, giveaway time. We are going to be giving away a signed headshot from David Hayden Jones. Arthur Catch, he's doing that for you guys because um, he was our last guest that we had in the yep. studio. And so. a fan of After Buzz. And he's a awesome. big fan of After Buzz and went back and watched the first episode from when he got introduced to the show and was like, it was crazy because it was Alexis and I hosting the show then. And he's like, it was crazy hearing your guys' thoughts on me then. And I was like, yeah, I hated you. Nobody <laughs> liked him before. I was <laughs> like, He's like, you hate me so bad. And like, well, no, we have no reason to like you. That is the conversation I've always wanted to have with people like Draco Malfoy. Yes. What is is the reaction you get in your daily life? Like, ew. You were not a good person then. Now you are. But at the time you weren't. We were just being honest. And we knew you had something else going on underneath the exterior. So anyway, he is going to be giving away a signed photo. Cherry also has something for you guys. It is a giveaway from San Diego Comic Con from the very first season of Supernatural. So you'll be able to hold it close to your heart. What is it? It's a little trading card. Oh, awesome. A little trading card. So in order to be a part of the giveaway and be chosen, you guys have to follow our panel here on Instagram and Twitter. So we'll be saying our Twitter handles and Instagram handles at the end. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Follow AfterBuzz. And then subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Comment on this video tonight, right now, in the comments below, let us know you want to be a part of the giveaway. Um, and then you need to go onto iTunes, rate us five stars, and comment on there. I know that this seems like a lot to you, but it's just so that we can cross-reference everything and make sure to give this to someone that's actually going, taking the full, all-the-way measure. And when you comment on the Instagram, or on the uh, iTunes, and rate rate five stars, please leave us your Twitter handle so that we have your info and we can follow you back so we can follow up with whoever is going to be winning so we can send you those prizes. We're going to be doing two of them because we know there's so many of you guys that watch the show and support us and and the show, so we want to make sure that two people win, so we'll be sending those out um, and we'll get your uh, addresses through Twitter. I'll probably be reaching out to whomever it is. So thank you guys. So once again, follow the panel on Instagram and Twitter after Buzz. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Comment on the video right now. Rate us five stars. Comment on iTunes and leave us your Twitter handle on iTunes so we Six can get. Steps. And that way, you will get into heaven. Oh. Oh. 
Uh, we don't have any news because this is news in itself. That- oh, what if somebody <laughs> does not have Twitter? Can they leave, leave us their Instagram? They can leave us the Instagram. We'll, we'll figure you it out a way. You have YouTube. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got yeah. YouTube. We'll figure it out. Leave us on Instagram. We'll make this happen. Thank you guys so much. Um, let's talk about some predictions before we wrap up this show today. And now, your After Buzz TV What's in the crystal ball today? Okay, so Cass says they shouldn't have locked Jack away. He's mad that they did this. Dean wanted him to be dead. Sam says Jack burned his soul off to save all of them. Dean says this is the only way. He has a gun and Jack is kneeling before him saying, I understand predictions. Who wants to start? I... Okay. Brendan, <laughs> give it to us straight. Give it to us. Give it to there us. There are two ways I could see this going. One of them is the more traditional supernatural route, which we've seen many, 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 many times, where it's been everything's been built up in this episode, and then next week is the battle, and they defeat the big bad, which is Jack. And then we're sort of back to square one for the final season. I believe Mm-mm-mm. that we are going to see them follow that same pattern and for the first time in a long time they're not gonna win maybe something will happen maybe god makes an appearance and stops everybody i don't really know but i think we're gonna get some serious uh divergence from typical structure oh i love that Mm. well especially since they know that next season is the end of it all Mm -hmm. and they found it out so early somebody in the chat had said we found out so early that season 15 was going to be the show was going to be renewed for season 15 but they were able i think to stray from potentially the initial storyline of season 14 Mm -hmm. and kind of do a little change up of it uh call an audible and um, <clears throat> we're able to kind of do a different storyline. And now, because we do know then next season is the final season, we're able to follow a different format. I love that idea, Brendan. Cherry or Jackie, what do you guys predict? You go, Jackie. Jackie. I think that um, Jack has to die. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> wow. I do. I think, I because I think that, again, I, I feel like it's an animal that once it has its taste for blood, I think it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. I do think God is going to step in. And I do think that the boys are going to have to join forces with maybe someone who they n- normally wouldn't because now they have to defeat Jack and God. Ooh, I have one prediction before Cherry begins. I bet Cherry's going to disagree with Jackie. <laughs> that happens every week. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry, what do you think? Um, okay, yes, I'm going to disagree with everyone. Um, I think that Dean and Jack will have some sort of view showdown with the gun. I think Dean will either A, have a crisis of concerts and just not kill him, or God will appear or God's sister will appear and say, you can't kill the Nifflin. We're going to take him away and take him into heaven. I think Jack's going to end up going to heaven because he just can't be on earth. He's too powerful mm. and doesn't have enough control. He's too young. It's like how Lucifer said, we need to go through the cosmos and you need to grow up. You're just too young. Could he potentially kill God? Is that even possible? I don't think he could kill I don't think he could kill God. He's a Nifflin. He's halfy. Mm. Well, we have to remember Adam's still in the cage. What if we put Jack in the cage? We've still got to deal with the fallout of Kaya and breaking yes. that. There's so much. I don't think we're even going to get that wrapped up. 
this no. season. I don't yeah. think we're going to have anything with Kaya. I don't think we're going to get Adam. I think we're going to deal with Jack as the big bad next week. It doesn't even look like a major showdown with Jack and no. Dean. It looks like there's an option. And maybe this is the beginning of the episode. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it gets even worse and bigger and badder. And then we're left wondering what the heck is going on in a completely different format, like Brendan said. Or maybe even a time jump where <laughs> the season finale, everyone dies. And then we come back and they like badass apocalyptic warriors Show who all fight of for that. justice. Show all of it. Yeah. I'm definitely I'm, ready for God's sister to come back, uh, though. She's one of my favorite characters. I like her. Laura. She's cool. I need her in my life. Emily Swallows. You guys, let us know what you think is going to happen. Predictions. Make sure to follow all those rules for the giveaway so we can shout out the winner next week, Thursday, for our season finale Woo-hoo! of Supernatural. Jackie's not going to be here next week. I am week. so sad. So say goodbye to her today. But I'll be in the chat. Aww. She's going to be in the chat. I'll she's going to join chat. Mary. Yes. yes. I'm so, going to be with my mother. So, yeah, she's yeah. going to be with yes. her mama. <laughs> all right, everybody. Tell everyone on our amazing, amazing friends and family out there watching right now where they can find you. Cherry underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me, Brendan Haley, at Brendo Hales on Twitter, Brendan Haley on Instagram, and I am also here doing Queer Eye on Tuesdays. I'm Jackie Ray. You can follow me on all things social media at jraythefanatic or jraythefanatic.com. I am coming back for a show that I think is going to be phenomenal. It's Gentleman Jack, where women are going to be wrecking shop. I'm so excited. That sounds amazing. (laughs) This is Lindsay Wegner here. You guys can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wegner. And make sure to follow all of us so that we can give you guys that fun, awesome prizes we've got. Can't wait. And we will see you next week for the season finale of Supernatural. We got the Jack in the Cup. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.